Hi, I'm Gabriel. And I'm Ben. And we're the Dungeon Delvers. Today's episode is going to be uh, two sessions uh, of D&D and Warframe. You know, spellcasting so first, is probably one of my favorite uh, We're going to talk uh, about spellcasting classes, since we well, talked about um, melee classes for... and martial classes last time. Every class can cast prestigitation. Every like spellcasting class. Like how as a bard you can cast prestidigitation, uh, make sparks fly. An Eldritch Knight can, though. So you're saying a monk can cast prestidigitation. So you're saying that a fighter can't cast prestidigitation. <laughs> okay. So like a bard, you take prestidigitation and dancing lights, and you make like this spectacular... Um, or you could performance burn with, um, with enthralling performance. You add a bit of charm, uh, charm person and friends <laughs> in there, and it's just like boom, best role playing moment ever. And useful utility spells that can be used in a whole bunch of different ways. Yeah, you could do that too. Like. For an artificer, cast uh, prestidigitation, make a small little rock, or make three small little rocks, non-magical trinkets, uh, cast magic stone on those, and then you can cast catapult on those, uh, making them do tons of damage. Um, uh, one of my characters, his name is Loxton Irwing, he is a, a second level artificer, and he has... Uh, magic stone and catapult and he kind of likes to kill everyone with his magical stones and uh, <laughs> you know, that's the same um, he's a that special uh, homebrew class me and my DM made it's called a lichling it's basically a tiefling Why? but a lich they have better eyesight Why? because to die. lich he is I hate that thing I want to kill you. it it deserves to die. Because he's evil. He did not try to kill you. And he, he tried to kill it. me. He was tempted, but he didn't. He tried to kill me. He was within his rights, though, he because I'm a undead. But still, he tried to kill me. And then I could just kind of sniped people with you know, I actually have a, I know, but I sniped a whole bunch of undead with my Toll the Dead, and it was just like, I was a trained sniper just sniping out undead. It was great. And I completely forgot that I could talk to undead in that fight. I, like I, I remember, I died and then rolled a twenty on my uh, check, so I brought, I was brought back alive at one health point. No, no, I remember, you're fully awake when you roll a nat twenty. So that's why I could like wake up and kind of shoot them. And then me being an artificer, I just kind of like threw rocks at people. <laughs> yeah. And it, it was hilarious. It, 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 
But what I do want to do in the campaign is have uh, me and the paladin uh, be friends because that would be nice. Yeah, but like what we could do is because right now my character is like really hurt, bleeding out, like he's almost dead. He's he's at one health point. Uh, so what the paladin could do is like uh, try to help him get the get rid of the curse, and then they could become friends that way. Interesting. Because remember, this isn't a well, you know, blessing, or um, a he comes uh, from a lich. No, he was cursed you know, to be like this. Sorry. Cut that. My warlock, Alexson. Well, so he this... is. Oh, well, he is a warlock with a subclass into wizard, which I'm eventually gonna do in the so, campaign. So, uh, what in. about your uh, and warlock? Thanks to his patron, he's mortal. Basically, whenever Alexson quote dies, he's basically popped into his pocket dimension where he's revitalized and then sent off to to another world. How? Yes. So which means I can constantly use him again and again, even if he dies. Loopholes. So he dies in that world, but he's not dead. Okay. And also Alex is just OP. So I think... I don't know. I think... It uh, what what I think way. I'm going to... So what do you, who do you think... Who do you think would win? Your overpowered warlock or my overpowered artificer? Yeah, and you have a whole bunch of different utility well, spells. Because and remember, tools warlocks are one of those 1d8 1d8 uh, health. Well, they're just uh, in general very artificers are one of those 1d8 health. Um, Actually, I with the subclass into wizard that I'm gonna do, that will completely Press. remove it due to the yeah the, a multi. But you have like rule. two spell slots. Basically, there is a special table in in the multiclassing section of of the PHB, where basically if you multiclass with spellcasting classes, what's the multiclass spellcasting rule? It's like the that certain amount of spell slots. Well, since you don't combine your spell slots, instead you get the spell slots that are listed on that list. Yeah. Well, yeah, because you... That's not how it really works. You don't combine the, the spell slots. You sure? Because the, that would, the that way I've played multi-classing spellcasters is you kind of just get extra spell slots. Easily, by far. Also, do you think? Do you think your um, your warlock could be my uh, draconian warlock? Draconians, uh, they get their hit dice. Uh, so basically, uh, you roll. Whenever you get a new level, you can roll your hit dice, and that is your new level in sorcerer. And it's like, uh, you don't need to multi-class. It doesn't count as your levels like up to level 20. So basically, you could become a level 40, uh, level 20 warlock, level 20 sorcerer, and basically be unstoppable. Okay, At level 1, if... 
You can still actually play as a draconian. Oh no, a uh, draconian. It's not a full. To find uh, it in the this PHP. is the draconian from 3.5 there, there's, because there's a uh, box in the Dragonborn. 5e doesn't have a full draconian um, races. Like listing for them. In 5e, they pretty much have the same stats uh, as a dragonborn, except different breath weapon. Um, yes, well, but it doesn't in, tell you their stats. It doesn't tell 5e, you. It, it just they kind of have a breath weapon. Instead, they can breathe. He well, basically, their, their breath. The, weapon no, they don't have a breath weapon at all. With a, Instead, uh, they in, a in, spell. In, yeah, a, a magical spell. So in the dra magical ability. <laughs> I bet so. Well, no, it's magical abilities, and that's their level in Sorcerer, and that's how they were handled in 3.5, and that's why I played them in one of my friend's campaigns and totally broke his game. So, so basically, he, everyone's Sorcerer. everyone was higher level than me. Uh, they were all level like six. I was level one in Warlock. I was level 16 in uh, in Draconian uh, Sorcerer because the his second rule. So it's either you took your hit dice or else or uh, I was a copper dragonborn, so I could eat copper coins. <laughs> and I started off with a really like like a 15 gold uh, paying background, so I just turned them all into copper, ate them, and got like 16 levels. <laughs> Burned a forest. Got all the XP for killing those tiny woodland creatures, rebuilt it better, uh, killed my party members, got all their experience, prayed to my god. He was like, uh, hey, could, could you come down and give me some stuff? And I rolled a nat 20 on my religion, so he came down and I'm like, what do you want? And I'm like, I want to level up better. Okay. So oh in, now gosh. I have uh, one-fourth leveling. <laughs> At this point, I was about level five in my war in my warlock, about level twenty yes, in I sorcerer. Yes, I will not let you do that. And he was playing the campaign where you could like where uh, if you got to level twenty, you could keep leveling up in different classes. You shouldn't let me do that <laughs> because I took double levels in sorcerer. So what I did. This is hilarious. But what I did was I I took I was a warlock of the fiend. I was a sorcerer oh dra dragon uh, dr draconian sorcerer and then I was a shadow sorcerer. Um oh so I could cast fireball a whole bunch of times. <laughs> and then um I cast wish, got myself a Kirby friend. Um <laughs> And then the Kirby friend ate the big bad evil guy of the campaign what? in the first session. Excuse me, sir, what? And you know what happened after that? I defeated the god of the multiverse. Because because from because from killing the big bad evil guy, we got I got so much XP because I killed him single handedly. I had gotten so much XP, I got to level 20 in Monk. I stunning striked oh that... <laughs> I stunning striked the god so much that he... Like, he couldn't move for like 170-something turns. It was great, and I loved it. Because, um... 
I had a special cantrip uh, because everyone was higher level than me. Um, he didn't he didn't know about the draconian. I told him about it, and he kind of brushed it off like, okay, you can play it. He gave me the special cantrip that let me cast it once, and it created three three uh three uh, d or no five d six uh fire damage, and it's a pretty powerful cantrip. Uh, but it doesn't level. But what I did was I cast one key point on that spell, cast Stunning Strike on the spell, and every single thing that was hit by those 3d6, uh, three times, it was three Stunning Strikes. And if they failed their Constitution saving throw three times, they were stunned for three turns. I did this, because this was a bonus action spell, I did this, like, seven times. So this god of the multiverse, powerful over everything, was killed by a tiny... No, 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 he he fell to a double sorcerer monk warlock. And I also took Paladin in there just to, like, rub some salt on him with... in the first session? Smite. 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 (laughs) Oh my gosh. And mind you, this was in the first session. All of that in the first session? Oh, and I killed my party members, but revived them as gods. It was great. Oh, and um, oh my god! I also, uh, no, no, I, I didn't take Shadow Monk. Uh, no, Shadow. No, I, I did not take Paladin. I didn't take Paladin. I took Druid. Because then I got true re- 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 regen. Uh, I got true. Oh boy. Regenerate. True, true revive. True, the, the one that lets you revive anything you want. And the party, they had a dead dragon skull. What I did was, it was a black dragon. I oh made it. You I just cast let it grow up time in a freeze time on everything. Made the thing become an, an ancient black dragon and killed it in two hits. So then I got a whole bunch of XP from the... Yeah. So then afterwards, I kind of just, like, remade the world out of crayons. <laughs> and then killed it again. And then, and then like, the campaign was kind of going on and on, so I was just like, stop. So let's shift worlds into That's how my Warframe. character became a, um... Today we're going to be talking the God about of the multiverse the from my DM not knowing oh, yes, what a draconian was. The infested is a... a- like, in fact, well, as his name suggests, it's an infection. And that has been ravaging the system during the, the war between the Grenier and Corpus. Originally, the, the infested was created by the, the Orican to combat the sentience, but, well, that didn't really prove useful. The sentience um, adapted and actually took a part of the infected infested into themselves and that's why they are instead of just pure robots pseudo robot organic material yeah, and the infested also plays into how warframes were made in during the Oregon era so so wa- warframes are basically a strand of the infestation the that or the helmet strand of the infestation that was added um, robotic parts to it 
and um, given to a specific person, uh, an organ or a robot, uh, to sort of make like prime warframes. Yeah. So uh, and Excalibur Umbra. At this, well, this fate was well, only. This was definitely the fate of a Dax soldier, or that had went on to become Excalibur Umbra. But we're not going to spoil the rest of the um, quest. Yeah, this the uh, well, the Stolen Dreams quest is definitely an amazing quest. So the infested, you have um, corpus that are being that have been. Um, inflicted with the uh, with the, infesta- the infestation, those are the runners. Uh, you have Grenier that have been inf- uh, infected by the infestation. They were they are the um, the chargers, and then you also have Lephantis, who menacing. <laughs> yes, and I you have you that meme. and these this. Um, you have these different uh, levels of infestation that sort of get more sentient as you go. Like Lephantis, who was like the big the big weapon that the Oregon were making to combat the sentience. Um, when the Oregon uh, the Orkin lost control of him, and over time, uh, the Oregon faded out of existence, and Lephantis grew in power. And then he slowly became, like, the one true, like, infested overlord. It became the center of the hive mind. So that's why, um, that's why he is just so big and so powerful. He's sentient compared to all the other, uh, all the other infested who are not sentient and, however, are, um, just hive mind like bees or ants so these uh the the infested they they're they're sort of like a specific strand of uh fungus not really no not fungus it's literally no, in, they, infection it's it's in in real in the real world there is a fungus called the <laughs> sorry I'm going to butcher this uh Ophiral like dicept unoteralis it's an in- insect pathogenic fungus that uh grows through the insect's body so it takes over beetles ants but it like it likes ants it grows through the uh the the body of the ant and hijacks it then connects it to a hive mind. Well, no, it doesn't of, connect it to a hive mind. Uh, through its mycelia, if it gets, if the mycelia become in, go into the ground, then um, it connects to a hive mind no. or a pseudo hive mind, where the um, where the fungus and the uh, the different mushrooms spread information to each other, and sort of thinking like each other in survival. I never read about that anywhere. Well, uh, they take over the ant's body just like the infestation takes over the Grenier and the Corpus's bodies. And And it it sort of... It basically 
what would I read was it basically has the ant find a uh, well a a good spot where what's basically he he latch onto any like a plant stalk or something which then the fungus would sprout out of the plant out of the ant and spread its spores yes there is um, no hive mind about this well they have these mycelia which are, which are basically the roots of the mushroom and they go into the ground and connect to other mycelia of other mushrooms and sort of share information like a pseudo hive mind not not exactly like a hive mind So, um, these, uh, these ants, um, they can show us some insight into how the, um, the fungus, I mean, not the fungus, the infects and the infestation works, uh, as it can take over almost any living organic being, but it how it can also it take cannot... over inorganic beings like the moas from the corpus. This. Yes, it or... can. Or Grenier asteroid mines. But my question is, how come they were an ineffective tool against the sentients? And how come they haven't already tried to take over the sentients? Well, the sentients, like, one of their main traits is that they can adapt very quickly. So, so like how they took a strand of the uh, infested and now they're part organic. Yes, so now the infested detects them as one of their own, just like they do with the Warframes. But they still attack the Warframes. Well, yes, but well, the the larger, more, more, more sentient infested, like the Jordis Golem, are more confused by this, since, yes, the Warframe is its enemy, but it detects that it's also an infested. So, uh, what about Heimless Chargers? Uh, your doggos. And those are basically Kubros who's affected by the Helmuth strand of the infestation. So how come they are they're uh, completely organic and not um, more mechanical like the Warframes? Well, the Warframes are... The Warframes, they had the non-organic bits kind of like put into them. Yeah, so like... Um, Valkyr, uh, how she is, like, a lot of tech, but that's also because she got it implanted in her by the corpus. Yes. After she was taken, and she got very angry. Yes. Valkyr is the definition of angry. No. She's not angry. She angry. Hmm. Well, I think that's all the time we have today. We will see you on Thursday when we release the next episode. Alrighty, well. Bye. Bye.